The primary purpose of the matter over mind experience is to educate. It doesn't constitute advice or services. Before making any changes, please consult a medical or dietary professional. Nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So, take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Matt Overmind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and weight management expert, Narado Zico Powell. And I have a lovely episode for you today. We're going to talk about motivation. We're going to talk about consistency. We're going to talk about how to unlock your hidden potential. I mean, we got some banging stuff for you. Oh my, just stick through and get ready for this episode. Because you know what? I feel like I have a celebrity on the show. I mean, I'm honored to have this guest today. 15 time triathlon athlete, 15 time. I mean, I know people done triathlon a couple of times. Okay. They're not going to do it anymore, but 15 times you have to be a different level crazy to do that. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Full so on. yes, yeah. she's going to tell us about what she's gone through, how she's prepared herself and how you can learn from the things that she has learned to unlock your potential. But I have something else to tell you about. She also has a book. Oh, by the way, I'm not doing any favors. I haven't called her name yet. Jen Rulon. And she has a book that you should check out. What's the name of the book again? I'm sorry. Self-Motivation Strategies for Women. That's the name of the book. Love this book. Go check it out. It's on Amazon. There's so many places you can get this book. Go ahead and check it out so you can also unlock your hidden potentials. But with that being said, let's welcome Jen to the show. Hey, Jen, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited myself. Oh, by the yeah. way, everyone, I apologize. I forgot to say, of course, I have a hack at the episode. And that hack at the episode is going to be, how can we embrace change, overcome challenges, and unlock your potential? That's the hack that we're going to go through towards the end of the episode. So I apologize for missing that. And Jen is going to drop some nuggets on this topic. And with that being said, Jen, tell my audience about yourself. I will. I am I am a 15-time Ironman triathlete. If you don't know what an Ironman is, it's a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike, and then a 26.2 marathon run. So you have literally 17 hours to finish this race. Yes, that is in a day, right? Um, I, when I first wanted to do this race. I was 17 years old. I was watching the 1989 ABC Wide World of Sports. And if you're around my age, you may remember the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And then you see the guy crashing into the wall, right? On the ABC Wide World of Sports. But there was uh, Martin, there was two guys doing that, uh, the showdown. They were neck and neck on that run. And and it was Mark Allen and Dave Scott. And then uh, these guys crossed the finish line at eight hours. 
And then an hour later, a female crossed and it was Paula Newby Frazier. And at 17 years old, I said to my mom and my grandpa, who was a more of a father figure for me than, than my dad to say, um, or I looked up to my grandpa, I should say, um, I said, I'm going to do that race. I'm going to do that race by the time I'm 30. And um, my mom was like, okay, sure, go for it. My grandpa was like, okay, uh, but if you go, let me know. I'll go because I served over there in World War II. I would love to go back to Hawaii, all that stuff, right? And um, by the time I, when I was 29 years old, um, I was like, oh, oh, dang, this Ironman's coming up. I need to do an Ironman. And so I did not do the Ironman World Championship before my 30th, but I did do an Ironman at Ironman Wisconsin in 2002, six weeks before my 31st birthday. So there was a, there's a lot of space in between 17 and 31. I just don't know how long we have to talk. So <laughs> no, but no worries, no worries. Cause I didn't I have a question for you because it sure. seems like you seem like you're, you're very similar to I am, except you may be a little bit crazier than I am. Well, you know, you have that mindset where, you know, I want to do something. I'm going to get it done. Right. Which I know led you into writing this book. So kind of tell me how how did that mindset come about? And then the second piece is how did that drive you into writing your book? Yeah, good. Those are great questions. You know, I, I currently I live in Costa Rica and and um, I was traveling the country the last two weeks and uh, I, I was we were digging deep like a whole bunch of friends and I were just digging deep. And when I realized somebody told me I couldn't do it, I sort of went into that mode of watch me. Right. And now I look at it. Sure. Was that the healthiest way to do it? Maybe not as I've gotten older, but I've accomplished a lot because of that mindset. So when people tell me no, I say one, watch me, two, let me show you how it's done, right? And so how do you get that? How do you, you know, and I think, um, like I said, now, I don't, I feel like I don't have to prove anything to anybody anymore, only to myself, right? So if I made the choice to move down to Costa Rica, that was my decision. That wasn't me saying, oh, watch me do it. I'm going to do it. That's not me anymore. Um, But I've also learned how to um, navigate beyond the, oh, let me show you how it's done type of thing. And I think that's just having a passion and having that goal. I know that sounds really cliche, but like when I, when my grandfather said, I was going to, I'm going to go with you. I immediately knew that I'm like, well, shoot, if grandpa's going to go with me for the Ironman world championship, then yeah, I'm going to make it because my grandpa was my one and only, like he was my, he was my, like it's he's passed, um, since, um, since, and that's another story, but, um, like for me to see grandpa and talk to grandpa again, I'd be like, I did it. And he would be like, I know you, I know you did. And he's like, and I know you would have done it right. Whether I was still alive or, or gone. Um, so yeah, I think, I think having that mindset of, let me show you how it's done. I think when people have told me, um, I remember 
the ironic thing about me doing an Ironman is that I hated running growing up. <laughs> so I, I was like the very last person on the presidential mile run test. I was clocking like nine minutes and 30 second minute miles. And everybody's like, oh, you're slow. And I'm like, yep, I'm slow. I just don't like running. So then I got really good at running. And that was the big thing for me. Um, so, yeah. But then let's turn it on on around um, and going about the book. So I have written two other books I've self-published. But then uh, this book was um, through a publisher. And they asked me, like, hey, what are you doing? What are you getting ready for? And, I'm, and at this time, I started writing it in 2020. Yeah. So they reached out to me before, um, during that whole, during the whole 2020 debacle. And at that time, I didn't have a lot of triathletes and a lot of coaches um, or a lot of athletes doing races because nobody was racing, right? Nobody was doing Ironmans. And so my full-time job is coaching triathletes and getting them ready for Ironmans, half Ironmans, sprints, marathons, whatever that might be. And uh, so then the publisher was like, what, what are you working on now? I'm like, I'm working on... Um, and helping women to really find their own potential because I knew how to do that for my whole life. I've, you know, I've ran 15 Ironmans. I did go to the Ironman World Championship. I started my business, jenrulon.com. I coached over 50 athletes to get to, to their own Ironman. So I wanted to write a book about um, how to do that. And that was, um, if you look in the book, you'll see that the breakdown, it's all about the physical mindset and it starts with the body. And you know that, I mean, and then how it breaks it down. So that's in you, you actually just set me up for my next take because then I should <laughs> I say, like your I next take. because <laughs> yeah. then I want to ask about the mindset of, um, a triathlon athlete. Yeah. Like what's, what, what's that like going through that experience? Yeah. Um, I think the first, like my first Ironman, um, I had three goals. One was to finish two was to be like, okay, I want to be under 13 hours. That would be pretty respectable. And then, um, the first, the last one was like, I'm going to qualify for Kona my first time. Well, I didn't get to, I didn't qualify for Kona my first time, but I did finish and I did um, go under 13 hours. I was like 12 hours and 58 minutes. Hey, that's still under 13 hours. I think the training plays a huge role because you're, it prepares you to do this. So when um, in 2001, my, uh, I was out training for the, uh, for the Ironman, I'm sorry, the World Championship in the Netherlands. And at that time, I found out that my grandfather passed away. And, um, and that was in two, um, yeah, that was in 2001 of May, of May of 2001. So I'm out there riding my bike in San Antonio, Texas is where I was living at the time. And I remember saying to myself, why am I out here? What am I doing? I just lost my grandpa, uh, you know, like he was 89 years old. And I was like, oh my God, why am I doing this? And as I was pressing the hill in San Antonio, um, the sun was going down and all of a sudden a swarm of yellow butterflies just started floating around me. And I'm like, wait a minute, what, what's going on? And all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, it's grandpa. It's grandpa. Grandpa's like, no, Jen, I'm here. I'll, 
always be here for you, no matter where you are going to be, whether it's, you know, in Costa Rica, whether it's you trying to qualify for the Ironman World Championship. So I had this, these thoughts or these intuitions of just really finding peace for, for my why. And my why was my connection with my grandpa. It was finding that that reason why I wanted to do the Iron when I you know I wanted to do the Ironman World Championship because I thought it was really cool. I thought it was like okay, that's pretty badass, right? But then, then I started recognizing like my grandpa plays a big role in this in this dream of mine, right? Anyways, as I started doing more and more Ironmans. I started, I did four Ironmans. I took an eight year sabbatical because by that time I was focusing on my career. I uh, was focusing on potentially having children, which I did not have. I had miscarriages. Um, And so I really didn't want for those eight years in between my fourth Ironman to my fifth Ironman, I took that, I drank, I, I did CrossFit, drank the Kool-Aid, whatever, you know, all that fun stuff. But, um, it made me realize that I sort of forgot my dream after my fourth Ironman um, because I forgot I wanted to get to Kona. That was the ultimate goal. I did four Ironmans, but I still did get to that Ironman. And that was the Ironman that I told my grandpa and my mom I was going to do. So I, I, I forgot. And so I started getting into the mindset of racing an Ironman and not just doing it to finish it. That's, I like that. Sorry, I had to put my mic on mute for a moment there. So nope, I apologize to okay. that, everybody. But yeah, I like that. And, you know, it's, as I'm, the big thing that stood out to me was you mentioned knowing your why and your why was your yeah. grandpa. And that's extremely important. And when I work, and not to the level of, let's say, a triathlon or even a marathon, just when I work with someone who wants to get in shape or want to get healthier, one of the first discussions we always have is their why. And, mm-hmm. and I need to know their why, because based on what they tell me, I will know whether or not they're going to be consistent, whether or not they're going to stick to it. If you know your why, no matter what happens in your life, mm-hmm. you'll be able to stick through it because you know the read the, the on the ground reason, the real reason why you're doing this. I had someone tell me one time that knowing your why is just common sense. And I said, Oh, really? But this is the same person that is never consistent with their fitness. Every few right. months, they're like, Oh, I'm gonna start working out and do it for a couple of weeks or three weeks, and then they'll stop. And I'm like, Well, really, but you but you don't know your why, because if you did, you would be more consistent, right? right. Because you know, it's it can be as simple as or maybe say complicated, however you want to look at it, but it can be situation like, you know what? I want to have more energy to play with my children. I want yes. to live longer to be a better mom or be a better dad. It could be, or um, grandchild. I just, I or, have, I'll, I'm sorry. No, for like, I, I always think about my mom, like to be around for her grandchildren. Exactly. It could be, yeah. I want to live a longer life. I want to live a healthier life. I don't want to be 60 and 70 and struggling. I want to, I want to thrive. Like, you know, when you uncover that why, it completely yeah. transforms your life. And that's why transformational coaching is a part of my package with my clients because they have to have that full understanding going into the program because I can give you a bunch of information and tell you mm-hmm. all these things to do. But if you don't know your why, you're probably never going to do it or you're going to do it one or two times, right? It's so so true. 
or maybe mm-hmm. it can just be crazy like Jen and I are, but you know, that's a whole different conversation in itself. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole different rabbit hole that we don't have time to get into today. But what we right. do have time to get into is that we're going to talk about the importance of strength training. And we're mm. also going to talk about how to unlock your hidden potentials. But before I get there, I think it's the right time to give Jen a break and just talk about one of my favorite products. Yes, I'm talking about Heal from the Amino Co. See, Heal is 100% science-backed essential amino acid formulation designed to reduce recovery times and improve physical function by accelerating muscle repair while helping you maintain a healthy inflammatory response. Now, why is that important? Well, I love Heal, right? Because it has essential aminos, a particular blend of essential aminos and creatine and whey protein concentrate that your body can use at that particular time to help you to I use as an intro workouts, help me to bang through my workouts in the middle of my workouts, helps me to recover because it aids with a healthy inflammatory response and just helps me to be a better version. I, I, I heal and I go back out there and I can do it again. I absolutely love how they put it all together. I mean, before I was using heal, I would buy essential aminos. Before I even knew anything, I was buying brand strain aminos. Eventually, I started buying essential aminos. Then I, was, I would buy creatine. And then, of course, you know, whey, pro- like whey protein isolate and so on and so forth. But that has it all together that your body can utilize. Because when you eat, when you eat, for example, like say you eat meat, right? You get the protein, you get the creatine, and, and that also breaks down to essential aminos. So when you think about it, you're getting it the way it, you're supposed to get it to get you to, to improve your performance. And that's why I love heal and also the name heal, right? You gotta love it, like heal. That's why I love it so much, right? So if you train, you you um you getting ready for a race or anything, check out heal. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. And something else I love about heal, they have all natural flavors, which you know I promote, right? And then I'm gonna promote that over there over anything else. So a lot of these artificial sugar, um, artificial sugars and all that stuff. Yeah, it does have a couple of flavors like that, but it has all natural flavors that you really, really hard to find anywhere else. Enough about even that. Um, there was research, right, where the net balance um, whole body protein synthesis and breakdown were measured. They compare it to quality, to, to high quality weight. And the response to heal was actually found to be three times larger than whey protein on a gram to gram basis. Think about that because of the proprietary blend along with the essential aminos and the whey protein concentrate, right? So check out Heal. The website is aminoco.com, says Zico Health. You click on there, you see this beautiful mug just smiling at you, and you get 30% off their amazing products. I can't say enough about this. So sometimes I mean stutter when I'm talking about it because I get so excited because I absolutely love their stuff. They're, they're actually from the Aminoco, their products were initially built for NASA astronauts and later refined for everyday people like myself. So check it out. But of course, the link is going to be beneath the uh, description of the episode where you can click on it and get your 30% discount. And that's my perfect segue because now we're going to go back to talk about strength training. So Jen, in your expertise, how important is strength training, not just in competing for a for a triathlon, but just in overall fitness. 
I always say that strength training is the fountain of youth. A, um, I started talking in Spanish. Um, I, it's so for me, I, I think what happened for me was when I did the four Ironmans, I took that sabbatical. I did CrossFit. I drank the Kool-Aid, got my master's degree in kinesiology. I realized how important strength training was during that time, especially going into my fifth, my sixth, my seventh, my eighth, all the way up to my, through, through my 15th Ironman and qualifying for the Ironman world championship. Right. I realized the importance of that as a runner, as a triathlete, I am not going to get bulky because exercise, basic exercise physiology, because I'm doing so much on the swim, the bike and the run. I'm not going to get bulky. I'm not going to be looking like a bodybuilder, right? But I want to try to keep on as much muscle mass as possible up until I start like really going into that specific, specific training, which is about eh, about 12 weeks out from an Ironman, right? So I'm going to drop a little bit of weight, a little bit of muscle. But moving ahead after my 15 Ironmans, I realized that I just don't, I didn't want to swim, bike and run anymore. I was sort of over it, been there, done it, don't need to do it again type of thing. And I love how strength training has, what it's done for me. I am 51 years old and I feel better. I look better. The confidence is, is higher, but we know this, that um, after uh, starting around age 30, we will start losing muscle mass. Um, I, what is it? Eight, uh, six to 8% per year. Don't quote me on that. I, I totally forgot to look that up, but, um, it's, we start losing that muscle mass every decade. So if you can stay ahead of the game and start getting that strength training in, that is going to be crucial as we get older. And that is something that I am truly, you know, I have my own, I have my own app. It's, um, and it's based on, body weight workouts, dumbbells, kettlebells. I was in Boca del Toro in Panama and I was in a little hut and I did body weights on my app. I did it live, you know, and it was just a body weight workout. It was something simple, but it just kept that body moving. It kept that booty going and, and core work and stuff like that. So I, I cannot emphasize that enough for, uh, for athletes, for moms, for dads, for grandparents, anybody like strength training plays such a huge role as we age. You're I, I, I love, love the thing that you said about strength training. Cause that's absolutely important. And when we say strength training, you also, we're not even just talking about weights necessarily. Cause there's ways right. to strength train without using weights, even though for some, I can't curl myself. Right. So I, I would like to have <laughs> something to curl, but right. Strength train without weights for the most part. But yeah. so that, that's a good point. And something else that we all want to add this, add to that is we're now realizing over the last couple of years, the importance of protein for our health, yes. right? And what do protein break down to, by the way, essential aminos, right? So that's really the yeah. end game, essential aminos and creatine, which our body can use well. And if we strength train, and then that allows us to actually eat more high quality protein. Hopefully you're eating high quality protein, which helps yeah. you to recover, help you to get stronger, help you to perform better. Right. So think about that. Like, you know, we're now realizing, okay, that with strength training along with good, adequate protein is becoming like the, the, the caveat for 
slowing yeah. down the aging process. And sarcopenia mm-hmm. is what you're talking about when we're talking about that with loss of muscle as we age, right? Mm-hmm. Like yes. I'm 40 yep. years old and I'm still building muscle. You yeah. know, I gain about a pound of just muscle every two months, you know, yeah. and, and I consistently do that because yeah. of I, I eat high quality protein. I strength train and I keep my inflammation low with an anti-inflammatory diet and so on and so forth. Right. And I also do, of yeah. course I do cardio. Of course, cardio is important. Right. Which actually, you know what, Jen, I'm going to stop talking and ask you a question right here. Yeah. Because talk oh, about the cardio thing, because you mentioned about that, that you know, you're never going to really get bulky because of how much cardio you do. But the traditional person out there doesn't do that much cardio, right? So what if right. they're thinking in their heads, well, you know, that's great for you, but I don't want to work out because I don't want to get look like a man. I don't want to look bulky and I'm not going to do that much cardio anyway. So what would you yeah. say to someone like that? Uh, woman or man? Let's say woman, because that doesn't come woman. from men that much. <laughs> right. Uh, you're not going to get bulky. Like, I, it, you know, only if you want to get bulky, right? That's the thing. Like, if I, I, I can't emphasize this enough, but if you have a coach or a personal trainer, I would really talk to them and share with them your goals and say, hey, you know what? I don't really want to get bulky, but I don't want to do a lot of cardio. So what do you suggest doing, you know? And there's so much as as coaches, as personal trainers, that we can adjust and maneuver your your workouts. So if you want a a nice little booty, you know, and uh, you know whatever that might be, and maybe some nice shoulders because you want to go to the beach, you know, we'll make that happen. But it's not just a strength training; it's about you know going maybe for a walk. I'm not going to ask you to swim, bike, and run, you know, but maybe going for a walk. Um, maybe doing a 20 minute walk every single day just to get the body moving. But I am going to do strength training four times a week. And we're going to talk about your nutrition because that plays a huge role too. Like I saw one of your posts about how we don't get enough protein in our diets. We don't, you know, and that's, that's, that was a struggle for me when I was traveling. I had to go find, I found, I found protein and it was vegan protein, not my favorite, but it worked, you know, but I got it in. Like, that's how I get my, pro- that's how I was getting my protein in. So um, women tend to not get bulky unless they start lifting heavy weights. And you just have to talk with your coach or your personal trainer to tell them, hey, this is what I want. Even to add to that, even if you lift yeah. heavy weight, women won't necessarily get bulky. It's it's exactly. a matter of the right program. It's a matter of how much cardio exactly. you do, the type of cardio you do. Are you doing zone two cardio that keeps you in the fat burning zone versus, you know, zone three, zone four that may burn a little bit yeah. some muscle as well. Yeah. So a, a good trainer is going to understand all those things. And there's a term. So I posted something a couple months ago. I don't remember how long it's been now. And I mentioned, well, under one of my workout videos, and I mentioned the importance of building lean muscle. And one of my friends mm-hmm. who's a trainer, she, uh, she commented and she said, all muscle is lean. And I didn't even think about it. I was like, she's oh. so true. <laughs> she's so right. So true. Muscle right? is lean. Like, you know, we get, we always say lean muscle, lean muscle, but muscle oh is actually God, lean. Right. So when right? we talk about building muscle for men or for women, we're talking muscle is lean. So when you say, I it don't want to look right. bulky, when you're building muscle, you're going to, you're going to build quote unquote lean muscle, but that's really yeah. what it is. Right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so when you look at someone who, let's say you look at a female who's bulky. 
it, she doesn't just lift a lot of weights. She takes right. other things to get her there, right? Yeah. Shorter steroids. So maybe yeah. steroids. We don't know. Testosterone. Don't know. Right. Exactly. So there's a lot of other things. But most, like I said, like I said, I'm 40 years old. It takes, for me, I build about a half a pound of muscle every month. And I'm a man who stays in the gym. Right. And that's impressive. So yeah. you, most people are not, you're not going to just get up one day, maybe in beginner gains in the beginning, you may get a few months, few pounds or so. Sure. But after that, you're not going to be just all of a sudden just blow up and look like the, like she, hulk no, like, it's not going to no. happen. The human right. body is not designed that way. Go ahead, Jen. No, I was going to say, cause I'm, I'm five, eight, five, nine, just depends on the day. Right. But in my triathlon space, triathlon years, I was at 128, 129 um, weight wise. And now I'm at 136, 135, just depends. And I, 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 to me, I look better. I look healthier. I don't look so like, I mean, I could see like there was just bits and pieces of me that just looked so worn down and tired. And I feel like now, I actually look better than I did back in the triathlon days because I wasn't, I wasn't trying to run away from something, if you want to say that, or I wasn't trying to, you know, like I wasn't, uh, or I was trying to chase that goal. I got that goal. And once I got that goal, I knew I could stop. And now I just want to age like fine wine. I want to, I want to be like an everyday healthy human. Um, And that's like, you know, that's actually the name of my podcast that's coming out soon. I totally plugged that. But, um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is that I just want to be better than I was yesterday. By the way, I'm already going to tell you that, Jen, if you don't have me on your podcast, we're never going to talk again. <laughs> okay. Oh, you, oh, you're on. I, I'm, I'm already excited. I'm already thinking about questions to ask you. So it's going to be, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm a minefield of craziness. I don't know how much you want to dance up here, but, uh, but yeah, but you, you, I don't want, I don't want to be an everyday healthy human. This is everyday healthy human, and this is me, and this is what I strive oh. for, and consistently strive for. I don't. They're not. Yeah. And, I, and I'm. I'm. I'm saying this because it's true. Not even because I'm bragging a little bit, but no. there are not many forty year olds who look like me, and also where's where have the cardiovascular fitness and the strength and can build muscle the way that I do, and right. it's because I consistently thrive, or should say, mm-hmm. strive to be at this level. You right. Know, you want to constantly be at this level. Now, there's some bad things that may come with that. And Jen talked about that earlier in the show, because you don't yeah. want to always be chasing something where you always feel like you're never good enough. You know, that 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 right. can creep into your mind. That can happen. But be careful of that. But when you know your why, when you know that you want to be here and you want to mm-hmm. not just when you reach here, you want to keep going and going, you know, like, uh, was it? Yeah. Uh, what's the rapper? Uh, Little Wayne that says like the the um the higher he goes to the mountain. Um, I can't rap, so I can't say it, but something like the higher it goes to the mountain, the smaller the target is or something like that, oh, or the smaller uh-huh. the peak is, right? Because you yeah. get into the goal, the higher, the more you get to the goal, the harder it may get. But if you push and push and yeah. push, when you get there, you feel amazing. You're like, okay, now what next, right? right. And you, you live that right. way where you're always a living kind of, I guess, in a way you can say above your potential and if that's possible yeah. or not, but you just feel freaking amazing. Agreed. And that's what... Jen and I try to bring to you to get yeah. you to understand that you can go out there and be 
be all you can be, I guess is the best right. way I can say it. I'm, I've never right. been in the army, but I'm going to say that. Be all you can be, right? Like, right. Be the right. best version of yourself, which leads me to the hack of the episode, because I'm really excited for this, because I want to talk about unlocking your potential. And we kind of hit some of those hints already there, Jen. So how can we embrace change, mm-hmm. overcome challenges, and then unlock that hidden potential? I think embracing change. Are you kidding me? I think when it comes to change, change is going to happen to all of us, no matter what's going to happen. And you have to figure out you can thrive or you can survive. Your that's your choice. Your choice is to really like if you're gonna like my oh, how do I say this? I think the big and the rooster is gonna help me too. I think the biggest thing is do you want to thrive or do you just want to survive? And for for you, for us, like how we talked about, like we're at that level, we're gonna thrive and we're gonna go beyond the thriving. So embrace when you embrace a change, you've got to accept it. You've got to accept it. Okay. That's the first thing. What was the second one? Is that overcome challenges. We overcome challenges. I mean, we all deal with challenges, right? Sort of that same concept. Um, and I feel when we have those challenges, if you a lot of people around you are going to tell you what you should do, how you should do it. Get, 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 get. You should do it this way. You should do it this way. Like maybe you're a woman and you go to your girlfriends or your mom or your family and everybody gives you their opinions, their advice. Oh, you should try this. Oh, you should do this. You should do that. Honestly, you need to sit with yourself. I want you to take five minutes every single day whether it's five minutes, and I want you to express your gratitude. I want you to express your gratitude on what you currently have. I want you to express your gratitude on what you had in the past. I want you to express your gratitude, what you have now. And I want you to express your gratitude for the future. Because if you're trying to overcome this challenge, it's it's coming up for a reason. And that reason is going to be a lesson for your next challenge or your next change that's going to happen, right? So if you can express gratitude every single day, that's going to help you overcome those challenges and stop asking people their opinion because they're basing it off of their fears and their worries and their life, not yours. That is so true. And I have a story on that, but I'm going to let you roll. I'm going to let you roll with it. I'm going to let you roll with it. Because the last part of the question is, how can you unlock your potential? Listen in here. Listen to that heart. Oof. Because the heart knows the way. If somebody, if all my naysayers told me that 
I shouldn't move to Costa Rica because it's a third world country. I don't know anybody down there. If I heard everybody say that to me, I wouldn't be here where I am today, right? I am the most happiest, healthiest I've ever been physically, emotionally, spiritually, because I stopped, because I had a major life change in my life. I went through a divorce after 18 years, right? I had a major life change. So that was going to happen, right? That Or that happened. Then I knew I had to figure out that challenge. What was I going to do? What was going to make me happy? What was going to make me make a change, right? And I knew that coming down to Costa Rica, two minutes from the beach, waking up to roosters at four o'clock in the morning was going to be much more soulful than um, than waking up in San Antonio and just feel like I'm in I'm, I'm in a, a, a hamster wheel, right? Unlocking the potential, I'm not telling you guys to come move down to Costa Rica with me or go, go to Panama or go on vacation, right? My goal for I think all of us, and and, and I want to talk about this on my on my podcast, is that we have to figure out what drives you to become the better version of yourself. And if we go back to our very beginning of our podcast, you got to tap into that why. My why was to find happiness and peace. You stole the words right out of my mouth because I was just about to follow up by saying, and also just knowing your why. You just completely, we're on the same wavelength here. We're on the same wavelength here, which which we're pretty much done now. We're wrapping, wrapping up. Perfect. So now, Jen, this is all up to you. Give us your shameless plug. I know we have jenrulon.com. You mentioned yes. that and you mentioned your podcast. So just tell us everything. How can we access, you, know more about your work, access your book, yeah. podcast, every, you know, website, all, all the good stuff. Perfect. Yeah, you can go to jenrulon.com. That's just a very brief overview of everything that I do. I'm a triathlon coach. I coach up to 10 to 12 people a year based off of their marathon. If they want to do marathon, have marathon, Ironman, half Ironman, sprint triathlon. You could even do that as well. Um, I am actually, I have an app. It's the, if you go to the Apple store and just type in jenrulon, it's right there. There are over 51 workouts, body weight warm-ups, dumbbells, kettlebells, all of that stuff. And I don't know when this is launching, but my goal is to drop the to drop it so everybody can afford it, um, drop the pricing. And then um, my Everyday Healthy Human podcast will be launching on July 7th. So that is 7-7-27-2023, which adds up to seven as well. So 777. And I then you can find it. me on and then you can find me on Instagram, Coach Jen Rulon. Yes. And you can, um, we're following each other now. Actually, it's we funny. Are. You followed me right before the episode. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. So, yeah. So now we're following each other. So if you follow me, Zico Health, you can find her. Or you find follow her, you can find me and so on and so forth. Right. So that's Zico, awesome. I think I think we need to get you down to Costa Rica and we need to do, we need to do some workouts together. That would be fun. I'll bring my, I'll bring my guitar with me. We'll play some guitar oh, after a workout. So that'll be awesome. That would be so yes. everybody see the guitars right behind me. Everybody knows this. That's you know, right. I love, play. I love play. And then my shirtless picture, that's a whole different issue. Um, <laughs> but, but with that being said, Jen, thank you for being thank here. It's going to be fantastic. Her contact information is going to be in the show notes. 
I'm going to make it easy. Show notes going to be zkl.com slash Jen Rulon. But of course, the show notes are going to be in the description of the podcast. You can click on it, learn more about her work, and get in touch with Jen if you need to. And with that being said, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Jen, for being here. And we're out for the day, fam. Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.